having nightmares. Nightmares. <laughs> I'm having nightmares about sucking dick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Why nightmares? I see it in my dreams. I see it in my life. Like why? Just, I don't know. It's just a fear of, I guess, excessive dick sucking. <laughs> <laughs> Like just, and I mean that literally. Like, it's just—it's just so much of it. Yeah, like so much dick, so little time. So little time. Oh, I mean, I guess when in Rome, you know, type of thing. And that's the thing. Like those sort of pleasures, you know, like even the reciprocation of it is supposed to be a beautiful thing, and leading up to it, it shouldn't feel like a chore or a job, you know. Yeah, but it is a job. It's a job. It's in blow. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was saying, I work job, but I am a job. But yeah. Oh. Um, so I, you know, just. <laughs> you know, we were talking about a long time ago, though. This happened. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like literal nightmares. Like you just wake up and be like, ah, ah, ooh, ah, yeah. Scary's going to be right there. Like, ah, you know, at your mouth. Yeah, at the ready. Oh no! Yeah, dreams and nightmares. Prioritize <laughs> <laughs> like this, round like this, for real. Got it. Exactly. It's exactly that. Welcome back, guys, to Delicate Dominance Podcast, hey. episode 67. 67. Um, it's Otto here and Queen P. And we came back this week, guys, to kick it with y'all and, you know, do what we always do and be on bullshit, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. on all bullshit. Be bullshit. All of it. I love it. What's up, girl? Ah, she did. What's up with you? How was your week? My week was it was pretty good. I had an um event. Um, my homegirl Nay had like a one year anniversary for um her business that she started a year ago. Yes, it's yes. called Pretty C Collection. We have talked about said business um here on the Delicate Dominance podcast. Several times, I'm sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, so she had an um, you know, she celebrated her one year anniversary. They had some vendors there. I was lucky to be one of the vendors. Yes, yes. And uh, it was just a really nice event. It was cool. Good times, baby. Good times. Mm-hmm. It really was. It was good. Uh, Chef shouts out Pretty C Collection, one of our previous Black business owners. If you have not shopped, shop and support. You definitely catch them on the page. Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, very, very nice. Shouts out to her and happy one year anniversary, Pretty C Collection. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that. And, you know, I had a pretty good week. Me and the children's, we've been outside pretty much all last week. We went to a few parks mm-hmm. and even to Chuck E. Cheese, you know. Mm-hmm. And it just felt really good to get out with them. Yeah. I'm noticing a lot, you know, everybody's getting outside, so that's good. That's better than where we were this time last year, so I'm for it. It's kind of like you got to get outside, you know? At this point, and it's been so nice here. I don't know where y'all are, but 
here in Michigan, you know, it'd be a struggle to get nice weather and right. have it be continuous, you know? Right. So you definitely want to get out and take advantage of that. And I'm seeing everybody doing it and we doing it and I'm loving every single minute of it. Just y'all make sure y'all still be safe. <laughs> right, right. They, they lifting a little bit of the laws, I'm noticing. Yeah. A couple I don't know places they kind of doing, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's like they're not even really checking to confirm if you've been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course they don't know if you're positive or not because they're not really conducting tests like that. But, you know, they lifted a mandate because I guess enough people have gotten the vaccine for them to kind of start to slowly but for surely lift it mm-hmm. here and other places. Unless you like Miami or Texas or something, you've been open. So you this this conversation doesn't apply. But, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, but before we get into all of that, Craig, how about your week? How were you? I actually how had, you feeling? yeah, I'm feeling great. I had a really good, good. week. Um, I did attend the pop-up with you. And definitely congratulations to you. I love to see you out and about and doing your thing. And love to see black business owners, especially ones that I know personally, thrive in success. So, yep, I definitely enjoy any time we spend together because, you know, bitch, we be all up in each other's shit. Yeah, yeah, we (laughs) do. Yep, attended that with you for Pretty Sick Collection. Um, Was kind of just talking and kicking it, you know, with a couple of friends and family and things. You know, we talked about the vaccine and getting vaxxed and all of that shit. And I was kind of telling a homeboy of mine about, um, you know, when I went to go get my checkup at the OBGYN and shit, and they kind of gave me this long ass dissertation about getting the vaccine and how it's important to get vaccinated and gave me like this whole 20 minute long ass speech about it and why it was important and this, this, that and whatever. But anytime I had questions, just like everybody else, he had really no answers because nobody really knows the future and any side effects that could come later on. Not Mm -hmm. saying that they're 100% 100% will be, but shit, right. we want to know. You putting some foreign shit in our bodies that y'all slept together in nine months. Right. I need answers, you know? Okay. And, you know, it's just been kind of a thing and that's what I was posted on my page. Like, y'all niggas really pushing this shit like cocaine in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. Some real shit. Yeah. Y'all pushing this, so. For a why? And it's just like, yeah, it's like, damn, you my whole, whole you my whole, like, OBGYN, come on, check this pussy. Let's go. Right. I ain't come here for all that, but <laughs> okay, cool. Like, you know, you're like, no, it's no. fine. But other than that, I've just been indulging in J. Cole's album. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry you had to do that. Did you fall asleep? Girl, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> you're not going to sit there and disrespect Cole like that. Okay. <laughs> you really not. But definitely shouts out to J. Cole and Nicki Minaj. Like they dropped some heat and I've just been all in, honey. Seeing green. It's my shit. J. Cole album okay. is my shit. Shouts out to 21 little baby. They did their thing. And I, I just really, I had, look, I had a moment and it was, um, 21 Savage mm-hmm. when he said that I gave my heart to dog bitches. Cause that's who accepted me. It wasn't my fault. It, it wasn't my fault. It's something, you know, he's talking about like his dad and if he did a better job, you know, Raising him. <laughs> nope, I gotta find a lyric now. I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be, be big mad. Cause I reposted it and everything. So I, I gotta find the lyric. I got to. So this made you feel some way? Yeah, because I basically, I just applied it to my life. Mm. It's really, it, it really touched me in a way, you know? Now this is on a J. Cole song? Yeah, but it's 21 Savages actual mm. yeah, yeah. lyric, yeah. But it's um, the song that him and 21 got together. I don't know what it is about them two together, but... Well, you know, you are a Savage fan. I, I love 21 Savage and I love J. Cole. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely a savage man. For real, I love him. Where's the lyric at? But um, it's on the My Life song, and I'm trying to find the exact lyric. This is when did, did this come out? It dropped Friday. Okay. And I was sitting at the fucking uh beginning of the shit, just on title, just waiting to drop, drop. For real? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Well, you don't have to come back to this lyric. You can't find it? Yeah, I got it right here. Hold on, hold okay. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't do me, don't do me. I was about to say, because it ain't going to be J. Cole lyric, is it? Cause I don't... No, it's 21 Savage lyric, I but I don't want to cross it. Stop playing with J. Cole like just that. Just saying. That's all. Stop fucking playing with him. No, he needs to stop playing with us. Did you listen to that album? Um, No. I probably won't either. But I'll probably check out Nicki Minaj's though. Yeah. yeah. I'm so happy for her and like Every time, like she dropping everything, even though the Beam Up Scott, you know the mm-hmm. it, it's 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 a like a re-release. Yeah, it's kind of like a re-release, and I I wasn't really like looking for that. You know what I'm saying? For a re-release. Mm-hmm. But I'm very happy that she, you know, she got a couple of newer tracks on there or whatever. But I was thinking it was gonna be like a full length new project. You know what All I'm right. saying? A couple, like how many? Like two or three or something like that, mm. and then the rest of it just kind of like her. She, she needs to stop playing. What? Just release something new? Yeah. Oh, well, I guess she did do Queen. Queen was a whole album, right? Yeah. How do you like that? And and this is an unpopular opinion. Um, the song with her and Eminem is kind of my shit. Mm. The um, I want to say it's the first song. The um, Majesty. Now you say this is Majesty. That's my shit. I fuck with that. Mm. But um, it's Twenty One Savage, Moray, and of course J Cole. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why it's not giving me Twenty One Savage part, but I'm gonna find it. Mm-hmm. Well, but other than that, I had a great week. That's good. That's good. I like to hear that you have a great, a good week. Yes, ma'am. Um, it's been a busy week too. This week, it has. It's been a a lot going on, and you know, with the kind of ever since the pandemic been going on, it's normally kind of quiet. Yeah. But this week, um, I think we should just have a. A segment just literally dedicated to Joe Button. <laughs> like, it's, it's about that time. Because he just, I don't know what is going on. It's just, I don't know if it is his time right now or it's not his time right now. Yeah, they on Joe Button ass. Okay. They on his ass for real. Big on his ass. Oh, wait. I found the lyric too before you get into that. Yep. I got um, it right here. 21, 21, 21. He said, I blame my pops. No, he said, I feel wait, what do you say? Okay, yep. He say, I gave my heart away to all dog holes because that's who accepted me. I blame my pops for that shit because if he didn't fail, he could have corrected me. I gave all props to my mama because no matter what, she always protected me. Oh God, 21. <laughs> but I reposted that lyric on my page or whatever, just because they really stuck out to me. Like, of course, you can replace the lyrics to, you know, mm-hmm. fit 
you, you know, your, you know, gender and whatever like that. But mm-hmm. I really felt him when he said that, though, because I really feel like, yes, I've gave my heart to dog niggas and just off the strength that they accepted me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And a lot of the things that I'm thinking about and I'm coming to terms with is kind of a, I don't know, it's like a newer epiphany for me because certain shit growing up, I thought that it was just normal. Like, because other people experienced it with me. Like, oh, shit, no, my mama raised me. She's a single mom. It ain't really right. nothing different about that. Like, I didn't know that that was really not the norm because that's just what I grew up being with, around yeah. and experiencing, mm-hmm. you know? And I had a lot of animosity towards my father. Like, you know, I've let a lot of that go now, but when he said that, it kind of just stuck with me, and I just had to mm-hmm. repost it, and I was like, damn, mm-hmm. I'm like, 21, 21. Shout out to him a little baby. They hit it down on that bitch. For real. And I like the fact that music still affect me in a way to where it'd be like, because when he first dropped the album, the features wasn't on there. Mm-hmm. So you were just hearing new people come in, because I didn't know. I was like, damn, I'm thinking like, oh, okay, so it's just him. It's, it's a no features type of thing. I'm really about Again, song. you know, fuck you. <laughs> but I, I was still on some shit like Lil Baby Park came out. Oh, she's 21. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, oh, they cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did, but yeah, no, back to I the am. fuckery. <laughs> I know they ain't really your bag and shit like that, but I, I just, I had to. For real, that's my nigga. So I just had to get my dick sucking session out the way. Slurp, slurp. Well, I'm glad we got that out the way. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the Joe Button podcast saga. Continues. Continues. Um, what happened this week? So Jory Jory <laughs> Rory and Ma decided to release their own one pager podcast. One night only, <laughs> right. That shit was lit though. Yeah, and I do like the fact that they got a chance to tell their side. I think they were charging like two dollars or something like that. But of course, niggas bootlegged it, so we was able to go ahead and watch it on oh, YouTube. They was yeah, they were charging like two dollars for it or something like that. Mm. But yep, it was charging. But shouts out to all the bootleggers out there. We was able to watch it for three ninety nine. <laughs> so, and now that they have kind of explained their side, I, it is kind of starting to come together for me. You know, because mm. they was just swearing up and down that it wasn't about money. And I know now that Joe yes. Button has some issues that he needs to work out. With money, right? What you mean? About money. That's what you're talking about? No, no, no. The situation that they got going on right now, yes, is mm-hmm. about money and I think respect as well. Mm-hmm. But Joe Button himself just has the things that he needs to work out and consider, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, they were discussing about them being, like, percentage kind of partners in the situation and Joe Budden was just making it seem like, no, you niggas just work for me. Right, right. And the way that Joe Budden kind of tells it, he tells the story about him and Maul living together and he was hiding detergent and shit like that. Like, he was just a bum-ass nigga or whatever. And, and Maul, like, nigga, you ain't just find me staking in front of 7-Eleven like I was just some fucking bum up the street and you grabbed me out of poverty and put me on. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nigga, I was getting money when I met you. Mm-hmm. I may have not been getting it in the most legalist way, mm-hmm. but I was getting money when you met me. Mm-hmm. So don't ever do me, you know? Right. And I love the fact that Maul brought up some of some, I don't even know this nigga at this point. You moving funny, you acting weird, you wearing funny hats. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, no shade though. I was wondering, when the fuck did they start making Amiri hats? I've never seen an Amiri hat. I literally said that. What, like, is, what is Amiri? It's just a clothing brand. So mostly 
I've only seen niggas with a Miri jeans on, and the mm-hmm. bitches be like expensive as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've never seen in a Miri hat. I'm like, oh, okay. oh yeah, you did it's different. Okay. And you know, he has little Finney hats and everything like that. So I don't know if that, you know, just, and I think it was just like a combination of things of you moving a little different, you acting a little weird, you making little comments, you saying things that's not just light banter with us, like how we normally do and take jabs at each other. We talk shit. We're supposed to bust each other boss. No, you say a hurtful shit. One, that's not even technically to be discussed on the podcast. It's personal. And then two, you taking it from jousting at each other. To trying to demean me and down talk me, you know. Oh, I thought you was about to say, and you wearing funny hats. And, and wearing funny hats, apparently. <laughs> apparently. So he was wearing funny hats. Yeah. But well, what about you? What do you think about the Joe Button debacle? Um, I understand shit gets sketchy between friends when it comes to business, you know, but it just it does seem like a lot of sloppiness going on on Joe's part. And he, I don't think he handled things the best, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just real obvious. And it's just, you know, you can see all of the cracks and stuff in they, in they foundation. You know, it's kind of really, I don't know. It's nasty. Yeah. But, you know, it's Joseph is looking really funny in the light. And I get it. And I didn't even know that there was even a question as to where they stood. As if... I thought it was with the podcast, they all came together and collectively did things to make the podcast grow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who was considered workers, who was considered this. I just thought that whatever percentage or money that y'all made from the podcast, y'all kind of divvied it up, how y'all divvied it up. I didn't know it was a distinguished thing to like, do we work for you type of thing because neither one of them just seemed like, oh, well, I'll just be a little worker bee type thing. and just seemed like they both kind of came in on some some business yeah stuff. and like it like, like joe approach them you know mm-hmm. i just hate to see it all blow up like that and i feel like it's something that could have been worked out and i just kind of was wondering like damn is this like a rollout but i think they just too far gone and now i'm starting to just think like yeah and no, all this shit is done this shit is just completely done and over with yeah but he did release another episode the therapy one yeah and shouts out to Issa Ish because they back on there. Hey y'all! Oh, so, so it was it wasn't all the therapy. I have not listened to the rest of it yet, but it was. I guess it's just him kind of. So, but it was Joe Issa Ish and the therapist. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Because when I'm uh, the part that I'm left out on, they're still kind of talking about uh, more current things. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really gotten into the therapy part yet, but I really do just hope that now at this point because you know the podcast with them with the mixy boys they, they done you know mixy boys. yeah that's what they was calling myself that's what they was calling them like on reddit and shit that shit is done that's they done like we're them all on there they done but <laughs> i hope at this point y'all can at least find a way to salvage what's left of y'all friendship and get the money right i was gonna say do, are they gonna do the pot is y'all gonna do up the podcast because it kind of seemed like he's not about to do and and uh, time will tell with that, mm. you know. Yeah, I was hoping you would you would know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, they make it seem like they're gonna keep it going because Joe Budden was very adamant about this being his life right now, you know. Mm-hmm. So in the foreseeable future, he didn't see it ending, and that's why he didn't care about. I mean, I didn't care about, but he was able to go ahead and move forward when they were taking their 
hiatus, quote unquote, mm-hmm. you know, and brought in two new guys. And, you know, Maul alluded to that. Like, nigga, I know what that was about. You bring two new niggas on there. You want to show us that you can do it without us. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, that's a given. Because the audience, while they have a following and an affinity for Rory and Maul, the big base of it, it's kind of like if you're still feeding us content, it's entertaining. If you give it time, people that he brought in to replace them would be able to get love, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not like that was impossible, but from a business aspect, I under I didn't understand what Maul was saying as far as just stopping everything completely. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the owners of McDonald's or, you know what I'm saying, Burger King and shit like that, if somebody ain't really feeling up to par and feeling up to on the shit, they don't just stop making food, you know? So I do get it from the business aspect, but I get what Maul was saying as far as you just kind of said, fuck us and slap two new niggas on there like we didn't matter, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like y'all should have had a middle ground, like y'all shouldn't have let it go on six weeks, because six weeks is nuts I feel to like, not put on no content, you know? Yeah, I feel like, dang, it was really that long. It was six weeks. Yes, it was six weeks. After he, he told them, said that, uh, after he told her to take his break. Mm-hmm, take your break. Mm-hmm. Take a hiatus. I didn't know it was that long. It that's was, a long time. That's a, that's a month and a half mm. for niggas that's putting out podcasts every week, twice a right. week, you know? Right. That's a long-ass time to just stop production. Yeah. You know? Yes, it is. But very messy. Very wow, crazy. And I hope they're able to get everything in order and get everything together. Because, you know, we love the Joe Button podcast. That's friend of the show in our heads. <laughs> in our heads, right. And I just really want them to get everything together, you know? Yeah, it was, it was really good content. It, it is. I like their dynamic. You know, even though Isa Ish held it down, I fuck with them, too. But, you know, we just got used to it being a certain way, you know? Mm, ish and ice. Mmm, no ish and ice. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, that nigga I said that his baby mama is going around saying they drop around the house and then trying to teach the baby how to say, mmm. <laughs> I was fucking dying. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then Perk's talking about some weight. She say the in ish part too. She's like, no, he's, she say the whole thing. <laughs> no. I said ish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hilarious, baby. but not the baby though. But <laughs> shout out to the JBP. Get it together. Podcast with I don't know who on the show and with Joe Button and that 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 that. Right, and to be continued. And question mark, question mark. We love y'all. But Figure it out. We, we love y'all for the entertainment though, okay? Because we are highly entertained. Yeah, this is a messy shit. Yeah, it is. And it's all being chronicled. They tomorrow drove back uh Joe back on drugs. He did not look hot to me in that live. He didn't look hot to me in that live. He didn't look hot to me either. Yeah. But you know what? They talking about a pill high, so that's different. You know what I'm saying? We we probably looking for a drunkenness or you know what I'm saying, or a loopiness and he, you know what I'm saying, might be something different. Shit, that mean the fucking doctor may have prescribed that nigga Xanax. <laughs> he may be on Xanax <laughs> for his doctor at this point. Mm-hmm. Shit. But prayers to everybody involved, okay? Because, baby, that shit is a mess. It's my dad? Huh? It's my dad? No, prayers to the situation. Are they working out? And everybody come out unscathed and able to fully move on with their careers, whatever it might be. What's the situation again? Between Joe Budden, Rory, and Ma? Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness, mm-hmm. girl. I'm sorry. You know, I'll be spacing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. What's going on with your boy? What? Who? Who? Whoa. <laughs> Baby blue, whoa. Yeah, not my boo. It's your my boy, boy, man. Come on, I love We loved Pretty Ricky back in the day. We, we love Pretty Ricky. And Baby Blue is a large part of that quartet. We all grown up now. Though. <laughs> But um yeah, he can't stay out the way right now. He had a lot going on. Like yeah. between him getting in trouble for the PPP scam shit, getting almost shot and robbed. No, getting shot. Getting shot. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, getting shot in a robbery attempt, I should say. Mm-hmm. And then with this this, this pleading face of him mm-hmm. telling niggas, y'all make me the biggest rapper. <laughs> Promise I'll get through this shit. Right. Like, what? what's going on? Right. Like, bro, we want you to pull through, but we ain't about to make you the biggest rapper. Just go ahead and come through for us. Right. Just gonna come through for us. Open your eyes, dude. Like, this is not a negotiation. And like, you're not talking to 16 year olds. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, nigga, like, prayers to all parties involved. Again, we're gonna pray for you. Come on. We quick recovery, swift recovery. We're gonna right. do all that, but. Just, I, I don't, and I, I was very uncomfortable with that. It was very cringy. It was very cringy. Make story. me the biggest. Make me the biggest. Like, nigga. <laughs> you ain't Marlon, and this ain't sex tuplets, nigga. You ain't, like, this not dead. Like, nigga, go ahead and tell them to slap a patch on you and shit, get your blood together, get your gunshot together, and get your ass back out here and do what you do in. Appease your cult fan base. Yeah, he clowning. Like, don't don't do that. Don't do that to us. Don't <laughs> don't manipulate us. Y'all make me a big. Who For real? You talk to a twelve year old. That's what I'm saying. Like, you acting like a toxic baby daddy. Don't manipulate me. <laughs> the fuck. Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> like, and, and not to mention on life support from being shot because you had all that ppp money and that's what i'm saying like we're not making light or fun of the situation at all but like we just need to let it be known like baby we want the best for you we want you here healthy and just with us we do we really do right but we don't have plans on making you the biggest rapper we just don't (laughs) we just don't nigga j cole just dropped nigga we don't have plans on making you the biggest rapper We love you, baby blue. Well, yeah, but no. <laughs> well, but no. <laughs> no. Baby blue, no. Get your get your life in order. Get Please. your priorities in order. Be you being the best rapper should not be the number one priority. Not right now. Okay. Not right now. Especially since it's never gonna happen. For real. We're talking life and death. We're you talking, are, we're talking guns and butter. You already 30 something, sir. It's over. Hello. I mean it ain't over, but it's over for that. <laughs> so it's kinda over. It's, it's over, over for that. Real. You know what I'm saying? It's the fourth quarter. Let's get it. Well, get well soon. Um, definitely, definitely prayers up to baby blue. We're hoping that you do have a very full, swift recovery. And that's not anything to be made light of. It was just weird, the timing of you to say that. It's very uncomfortable. But <laughs> um, let's talk checks and royalties and credit. <laughs> credit. DJ Quick, am I right? DJ motherfucking Quick, DJ he, DJ Barbecue Quick. Not Barbecue Quick. He w- went really went in 
on that that made me laugh but what also made me laugh is that he was attempting to burn up the check that he received from death row that motherfucker was indestructible (laughs) (laughs) first of all the check was 188 (laughs) dollars which is very insulting like if I got a check for $188. From anywhere. Anybody. <laughs> I would be upset. Like, what is, you know what I'm saying? Don't piss me off. Right. You know, so handing him, a, you know, for all the, the work that you that ever did, you know what I'm saying? Here is your residuals off of that. Yeah. And like for everybody that didn't know, um, DJ Quick was very upset about a $188 check that he received. Mm-hmm. Um, death Row, he from said. Death Row in regards to like the work that he put in for you know his contributions to the music industry and he started listing off his credits and what he did a lot of those things i did not know that he had a hand in yeah very shocked i did not know he had any hand in king kuta i did not know that he had a hand in yeah in the club like very very enlightening so dj quick i really really hope that you get the just do and the credit that you deserve and the next check they send you is for at least a hundred racks on the low end and i'm pretty sure you probably do more than that but if you sending me a check for 188 dollars don't even waste the paper yeah like yeah just don't because and then the paper was really real indestructible so <laughs> the shit the paper might have cost us more than 188 dollars facts like factual <laughs> i just really felt what he was saying he like man fuck it. you know it ain't like he was scoffing at uh two to well, I don't know, ten thousand, five thousand. This was really one hundred eighty-eight dollars. One hundred and eighty-eight dollars. Crazy. Like, I, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't understand. Like, for real, he didn't even. He's like, get the fuck out of here with this little ass check. Like, I'm grown as hell. $188. What am I supposed to do? Go buy ice cream with this? That's what I'm saying. Like, what what do you really want me to do? You just want me to buy a gang of death row lighters? Like, what what do you want? What do you really want me to get with $188 as a grown person? Because if that's the case, you keep this motherfucker and stack up about 10,000 of them up and then I didn't go ahead and send that check in an indestructible ass paper that he tried to burn like eight different ways and it just would not go on a grill Mm -mm. on a barbecue grill Mm -mm. I think it was cooking literally (laughs) well definitely shouts out to DJ quick we know you're a pioneer in this game and you have done a lot to contribute I did not know you had that many credits as far as like you know you know more newer shit right right definitely Mm -hmm. we hope you get your credit and you're just doing much respects and shouts out to dj quick that's a mess very insulting Mm. yeah it is it's like when he opened the check he seen it and then in addition to seeing the check a hand came out of the envelope and slapped him in the fucking face okay Mm -hmm. for real big ass smack in the face yeah that was very crazy Mm. And that's just kind of the thing about like friends and business and the music industry and things like that. You kind of have to be prepared for certain weird ass, grimy ass shit to come to you and come your way. But that sort of shit right there and just you acting funny about the books and the money being made and everything. It should have just all kind of deterred me from being anything related to the industry and media, you know, because mm-hmm. I just don't ever want to feel like I'm being cheated and I don't want right. to be in a position of where nah, damn. I have to get Lauren's involved. I got to get in your ass. I got to cut up. 
I got to come in like Ice Cube on straight out of Compton and tear shit up with baseball mm-hmm. bats. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to be taken to that space, but sometimes it just have to be that. Mm-hmm. It really have to be that. And that just be the same. That be bitches on the street. That be niggas that try you, that you dealing with. It just, it really has to be that. And I hate being put in that space. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's take a lot of time and extra energy. But yeah, a mess, a big mess. Yeah, I kind of wanted to get into sexual harassment in the workplace. And this is based off more Joe Button T, because he seems to be a hot topic right now. Okay. Um, Olivia Dope, a former podcaster. Um, if you're familiar with uh, other podcasts within the Joe Button Network, she was the third woman on the podcast. See, the thing is with Mandy and Bridget Kelly. She exited the podcast, I want to say maybe around episode 19-ish or something like that, maybe 18 or 19. And it was some weird tension there that they did address on the podcast. And she, you know, of course, expressed her issues. Joe Budden was on there as well. But I did not think that this was the case. Mm-hmm. And she just recently came out stating that one of the major reasons for her leaving the podcast was because of sexual harassment mm-hmm. from Joe Budden. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to kind of pose the question have you ever been sexually assaulted in the workplace? And if so, how did you go about it? And did you know that's what it was when it happened? Um, okay, so sexual harassment in the workplace. I have. The, the thing that comes to mind is, like, um, when I was a waitress, I got harassed by a customer, mm-hmm. you know, but you kind of, when you think of sexual harassment in the workplace, you think of like a coworker, oh, co-worker or, right? or, or yeah, a mm-hmm. supervisor or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I guess I got, yeah, I used to get harassed by a coworker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm, and, you know, you kind of just laugh it off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you don't want to make it uncomfortable because you got to come back to this place tomorrow. Yeah. You know? So. Definitely kind of just laugh it off. Um, mm-hmm. In both, well, no, the other case, um, when it was the customer, that was not a laugh off. The um, owner actually took that very seriously and As know, he should. kicked the person out. Yeah. But um, I done seen some raw ass um, sexual harassment in my face, too. You know? Mm. And it'd it be crazy. That is is that is people people really out here like that, you know? <laughs> they out here going for it. Yeah. <laughs> and have you experienced any sexual harassment? Yeah. And that was part of the reason why I was asking, did you know that it was sexual harassment when it happened? Because I did not. Mm-hmm. It did not actually occur to me that it was sexual harassment until coming up in this Me Too ass era mm-hmm. where everything is extra sensitive, super heightened. And right. just made a bigger deal than what it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. So when I would think of things that men would say to me, I just thought oh, it was just niggas being niggas. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, I did have a supervisor male that would do and say certain things and just kind of was extra touchy, touchy, filly, filly and made comments on how, you know, I would look at my pants, my ass, my mm-hmm. breast, you know, things like that. And mm-hmm. when I think about it, I would just kind of laugh it off or whatever, because I knew this person as opposed to it being just a creepy ass stranger on the street, like, oh, nigga, I don't know you, what the fuck, right. you know? Mm-hmm. 
And again, it didn't dawn on me that it was sexual harassment until years later when I thought back on it. So, of mm-hmm. course, it didn't even dawn on me to go to any higher ups about it because it's just him being him. Right. You know, we cool, we kick it, we laugh, we joke. But mm-hmm. by you still being a, you know, superior over me at that time, and I'm young as hell, I'm maybe like 18 at that point, you mm-hmm. know? And it did go on in other jobs as well. And mm-hmm. even when I got a little bit older, I still didn't fully realize that mm-hmm. you saying you like the way my ass looked today or, you know what I'm saying, you look sexy when you do blah, 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 whatever, or keep looking at ice cream like that type shit yeah. was sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. I did not know it. Right. So, yes, it definitely has happened. Um, closest thing as far as, like, physical, um, kind of like how men will do you in the club. It's like when you go out to a club, you pretty much sexually harassed every encounter. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it'll be a man using certain things to touch you. So, like, they're trying to get by or whatever like that. They grab your back, grab your hips or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you better move that big old thing on some Ronnie and Players Club type shit. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. So that sort of thing in it. At that time, it'll kind of make you feel uncomfortable, like, oh, what type of time you want or whatever. But it'll be a fleeting feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll feel it for a minute, then there, boom, it's gone. But right. um, there's been extreme cases, not directly involving me, but situations that have had to go into HR. And I've been asked to be a sort of a witness as far as their encounters, because it was one particular girl that went to a higher up in regards to sexual harassment with a uh, superior not too long ago, actually. And I guess they propositioned them on some bitch get on your knees type shit if you want to keep your job because something had happened to where normally you would be fired for this, but Mm. here's how we can remedy it. Mm. Suck my dick. Mm -mm. And I don't know if they said it that raw, but because it became that big of a thing and she actually put that complaint in, it was like, all right, you, 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 you. And all you motherfuckers that I know be around when these two interact, come with us. What do you see? What have you seen? And it was that sort of thing. And, you know, I was honest about it. Like, you know, nothing really stood out for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But right. I'm not going to sit up there. And I'm not going to say that I believe this went down, but I'm not going to say that I don't believe she believes that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that she doesn't believe that this particular person did something to her or said that to her. And I'm not putting shit past anybody. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. with men in positions of power, there's this kind of attitude and elitist type of thing that comes with it. So in that and this person that got the complaint filed on him has been known to say little salacious things just kind of in passing where they be a little dirty joke or just mm-hmm. be experiences that they've had or yeah mm-hmm. like you know i had some hoes this weekend or whatever like that or i had a wild right. weekend type thing so this person is not beyond sharing sexual things so it's not like i just totally put it past them but i'm not going to go and overcompensate or over say some things that I've seen just to kind of appease the girl that filed the complaint. Mm. I'm just going to be real as far as what I saw. Mm. And he was sloppy with his shit to come at her, but he wasn't sloppy enough to just have the whole floor and the whole just team see blatant sexual harassment. Mm. You know? Right. But it didn't Mm. end up being a situation. The end game was, you know, that person ended up leaving. The girl actually ended up resigning as well. And it just kind of was the end of it. Mm. But I, I 
I don't like any positions where I got to be put in a snitch ass situation. I right. pretty much be minding my business, right. you know. Okay, and I haven't seen anything. <laughs> For real, I ain't seen shit. I ain't heard shit. Mm-hmm. But you know, just kind of be like, eh, mm-hmm. eh, you know. Girl, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I told you what somebody told me. I if I give them a back massage, they give me a dollar. You did say that, yes. Like you give me a dollar, I leave you alone. First of all, cheap bastard, you would never ever DJ quick me and try to present me with a check for a dollar. <laughs> a dollar. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna burn that shit. Suck my ass. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> back massage for a dollar. A dollar. Because regardless of whether you're joking or not. Don't play with me. Okay, cause no, no, you really should have got sued, and I should have brought the law down on your ass on that one. Because, nigga, for a dollar, you got me fucked up. Cause yeah, at this point now, we like I need to slap the shit out of you, and we just need to go back and forth with the harassment cases, cause and the assault charges, cause nigga, no, don't insult me like that, cause I want to fight <laughs> for real. <laughs> Not want to fight, but for real, you know, like yeah, seriously, yeah, I do take certain compliments and sexual, you know, inclinations and things different from men from different races. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I mean, like, you know, if it's somebody that's black or whatever, I'm like, no, oh, you're playing, you this, this, that, whatever, whatever. But if it's somebody from a different race, I'm kind of like, oh, so you just want a little exotic, hypnotic, you want a little something, to, you know, you want a little Flavor, you want a little coffee mm-hmm. in your cream type thing. You know, that's how I, I, that's just how I take it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. A lot of the people that were like over me or whatever were kind of, I don't know. Do you know how they say it? it's kind of like hidden in plain sight mm-hmm. type thing? It's kind of that sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But it's yeah. just that when it comes from people from different races, I kind of take it like, Mm, what the fuck? What you want? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It just be a little weirder, I guess. <laughs> Have you ever experienced sexual harassment from another woman? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's quite a bitch off like Ronnie. Like, ah! <laughs> was it somebody that you knew, or this was like a boss or a coworker or what? Oh, somebody in the workplace. And just, just well, I mean, you can. Tail in general. Oh, uh, we, we were somebody in the workplace, but no, this was somebody that I knew. Um, have it ever happened in the workplace though? Mm-mm, no, mm. no. I don't think I give off like gay vibes. You know, I be wondering like, hey, y'all don't want to talk to me. I don't think I give off like, <laughs> <laughs> gay vibes. You know? Yeah. N- not in the workplace so much for me with women, but. Out and about, yes. I've definitely been sexually harassed by women. <laughs> and it just like so f- how? Like say say how. The first encounter I had, remember I told you about the woman that followed me home from school. Well, she didn't follow me home from school, but she followed me up the block. Mm-hmm. So I had I would walk home from school, of course, every day. Mm-hmm. And it was probably maybe about five, six blocks or whatever. Mm-hmm. When I got to that like fourth or fifth block, it was just a bitch riding in a truck. Like, oh hey, how you doing? Oh, hey girl, what's up? Thinking she's about to walk past, get on about her day. You in the women? Uh? <laughs> I'm like 17. I'm like, no, I'm a girl. I'm not into girls or women. Thank you. Right. 
oh, you ain't never got down with no woman? Mind you, this is me walking and her still riding past, like riding with me in the car. No, 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 thank you. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting to the point to like now she's still following me in the car and I'm getting to my house. So I just politely walk past my house because I'm not about to stop here. So you know where I live, bitch. Right, and I'm still right. walking. <laughs> Shit, well, you need to, you know what I'm saying? Give me a call. What's up? It was like, you know, give me a number or whatever. No, I'm okay. You know, I don't like girls. I don't like women. <laughs> stop playing with me. You know, like the sound of a woman voice. You know, I'm sexy. I'm like, what? Mm -mm. <laughs> like the sound of a woman's voice. Mm -mm, I'm 17. Mm -mm. I ain't even lost my virginity yet to a nigga. Leave me alone. You trying to give me some of this. You trying to give me that ponani. Uh, I don't want that ponani. I'm still a little delicate flower. <laughs> like, leave me alone. Mm -mm. So then she, after a little bit more of her trying to coerce me, and I was thinking that she was trying to, like, you know, get me in her truck or whatever, because, like, I'm preparing to run. I got all my comfortable shoes. She finally pulls off, you know? Mm -mm. But, you know, it's been women, like, you know, mm -mm. in the club or whatever, and, you know, Bitches dancing on you or whatever is one thing. You know, like females that you don't know dance on you or whatever, that's something like, okay, cool. Right, right. Like, that yeah. ain't really nothing, you know? Yeah, that's nothing. But a bitch dancing on you, grabbing you by your hips, pumping, uh -uh. pump, 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 pumping, pump, pump, like, uh -uh. all of that shit. Like, oh, oh, sister, you, you trying to... Come on with the extras, baby. You trying to bump coochies or you just trying to dance? Uh -uh. Like, what's happening? So I definitely had that go on, but... That workplace shit, baby. There's been plenty of times I definitely could have reported a nigga to HR and I just yeah, didn't. For sure. And I just mm -hmm. didn't. Because I just I just kind of was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Fleeting, uncomfortable moment. Like, I don't want to get nobody in trouble. And I don't want to deal with the ramifications and all of that extra shit with having to do, you know, mm -hmm. all that extra shit. And I'm young as hell and I'm not really knowing the full severity of the situation. Right. Yeah. You know? You know, you should be you should just be able to be comfortable while you're at work. A bitch told me, and this was at a job that I worked a few years back, that one of the guys that was a supervisor over us actually kissed her in the mouth mm -mm. on some unwarranted type shit. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, he really was trying. Say what? He really was trying to look. say, oh, you bold. <laughs> and this was like, oh, smooth talking Casanova type of nigga. And he had had allegations against him in the past too so mm. when she said it i 100 believed her and i asked her i'm like well what happened what you end up doing or whatever she was like i was just sitting there and i was just shocked or whatever and i didn't say shit or whatever you're the first person i told i'm like i don't want to be involved in this <laughs> like you know so i didn't know if she was going to do anything about it but she did end up saying something later on and that person along with other allegations that they had end up having them moved to a different location so they weren't fired they were just kind of like moved you know mm -hmm. but this motherfucker had infraction on infraction on infraction okay you supposed to get like three and that's what i thought too that's exactly what i thought too mm. and that's not even including the bitches that did not report right right them you know that's the thing right there. Maybe. But it's probably a lot more though. Than, right. Than, you know? And that was like one of those people that kind of said a little small, little slick shit or whatever to me, whatever. And I just kind of left it, oh, whatever. You know, like, nigga, at the end of the day, you still harmless because I know that if push come to shove, I could fuck you up if I just want to. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, you know, we had a report and things like that. So it just wasn't never that for me. But, baby, that shit, that shit got it. 
Not it. Not it. Well, I um, I can't remember if I said it on here before, but I seen a woman sexually harass a man, and that happens. And we, it does happen. And it was at work, mm-hmm. and it's like she, like caressed his leg, you know. But it was so sexual. It mm. was like, it was cringy. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh my god. You know what I'm saying? When I seen, it, I was like. Oh my god. That like, poor man. Yes, I did. I felt just like that. Oh, so reverse me too type shit. Yeah. yeah. Of course. It was just it was I felt bad. Like, damn. I, you you know you have options. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gotta do this, baby boy. For real. You do not have to do this. But that that's not a lot. I have not experienced a lot of reverse sexual harassment though. Like mm-hmm. most of the times when I've been through it and seen it, it has been the man being the aggressor because niggas be aggressive. Mm-hmm. They really do. But it's not right on either side, you know? And I think that now I would know how to handle it better than I would back then. You know? And I think about a lot of things, mm-hmm. just how older men and I'm gonna say older men, but older boys, like certain people that were like cool with the family or that I knew through whoever, whoever, whatever, was very inappropriate indeed and touched and did a lot mm. of inappropriate shit just in general. Mm. And then I look back on it now and I was like, damn, was I molested? Mm. Like that was really molestation. You know what I'm saying? Mm. When you think about it, like, but I don't know. I really, I don't know, like, luckily, like, right now, at this very, very moment, I haven't really been through that, but I know that shit can be traumatizing, for real. And definitely, anybody out there that's going through anything like that, don't be afraid to open your mouth and say some shit, no matter what the ramifications is, because you should not go to work or go any place that you got to spend majority of your time at and feel uncomfortable. Like Olivia Dope did. Okay. Okay. Because that's some crazy shit. She let that freedom bell ring. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to say this too. We will kind of let certain things slide with certain men, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there may be a fault of our own if they decide to take it above and beyond. To the next level. Yeah. But you know the situation and you know what you're uncomfortable with. I don't agree with letting shit ride just to not say anything you know but i don't agree with if you have a certain situation with a man because i've kind of seen this happen too where y'all are kind of fucking around and having a little flirtatious relationship but they do something to piss you off and you using that to kind of you know fuck up their character either. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Like, if y'all fucking around, y'all fucking around. Right, right, right. Yes. Oh, yes. And if it's mutual and if it's a thing where it's like, all right, y'all doing this and y'all been doing this for months and he's all of a sudden piss you off and now you want to holler, oh, me, me uh-huh. too, me too. Yes. Such a harassment. I don't, I don't like that. I've seen that shit. And I've seen hand. that. Yeah, I do not like that. Like, bitch, we've been new. Y'all been fucking. Y'all sneaking the back. Y'all be in the freezer and shit like that. Right. Now all of a sudden he got another bitch or you found out that he still fuck with his baby mama and now you're mad. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't like that. And it kind of just demeans it kind of just fucks up situations where it is real sexual harassment. Involved. Like just right. don't be a cry wolf type of bitch. You know? Yeah. 
I don't like that in life. But yeah, that'll fuck you up in life for sure. Yeah. And when I know two people are messing around at work, I politely mind my business. Mm. If I know it's like mutual and everything like that, I was like, oh, do y'all. Right. And I've had people like, oh, did you see such and such when they go back there? You know they fucking around, right? Mm. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> what they got to do with me? And, and a lot of the times it'd be so funny though when people come and tell you things like, oh, you heard such and such. Like, sis, I peeped that three months ago. Mm. But I love being the type of bitch that act like I ain't heard some shit and let you retell the story. That's me all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shut the noise, bitch. Right, not shut the noise. Crazy. So what are we eating for lunch today? Mm-hmm. Like, for real. That's really me. They should retell the story. For real. Because mm-hmm. I want to hear how you said it. <laughs> how do you feel about workplace romances, though? Um, at this point. At this point, I don't know. As long as I don't work at Chrysler, I think I'm good. Woo! Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no. Um, Shouts out to my Chrysler house right. and my plant house. Plant life. Sex dungeon, mm-hmm. cesspool. <laughs> um, it's just a lot of mess. It's too much mess. It is. Um, just with. It's just too much mess, and I am I'm coming to terms with the fact that I'm kind of jealous. Not jealous. I'm territorial. territorial. You know, yeah. I don't... This is my... These things are mine, you know? Right. And I don't want you to bother my things, you know? Yeah. And I don't, I don't want the mood, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. Like, these are my things only for me. Right. So... Sometimes I don't. I guess I might be a little bit crazy. Like I might be. I'm. I might be. Oh, you a crazy bitch. Might be. Like if I see my nigga, like it, it could be. It probably could be a cousin. You know what I'm saying? If you smiling and laughing, having too much, I be like, the fuck is like you too friendly with that cousin, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like for real. I be having like them type issues. For real, y'all out of the playground. Y'all out of the uh sandcastle stage. Uh, Stop being friendly with that fucking cousin. <laughs> So and your cousin thought I wasn't. Sorry. <laughs> so I just don't think I I would want to put my job on the line like that, you know, baby. Knowing what I know now as an adult and and knowing me as a person, I don't think I would just want to put my job out there like that because I feel you. I um I'm fucking nuts sometimes, and I feel you. Shout out to my homegirl. We actually just got together for brunch. Oh, I love you. She is a prime example of going crazy on a nigga because mm. her nigga thought this shit was a game out here and wanted to play play like he wanted to play with another bitch. Next thing you know, all of his shit is thrown out on the street, honey. Mm. On the clock. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, woo, baby. Now see, that's just not that's that's, that's just not what we, what we want to do. Yeah. But sometimes it has to be done. Because okay. he was out of pocket. He was out of pocket. And you know, the person that you know accused him of that. I do believe that that sort of exchange happened because he was very loose at the lips with certain things that he was saying. And, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't appreciate that shit. Mm-hmm. So, now I'm throwing your shit out. Take all your shit out of my car. I'm throwing all your shit through the parking lot, up the street. Fuck you. And it's over. Mm-hmm. And she's in a happy, loving relationship and married. Shouts out to my homegirl. Married. Oh, I love it. Yay. I love it. So, okay. 
not tolerating that shit. Not putting up with your shenanigans. <laughs> but yeah, that was just one of the extremes that I've witnessed. But just workplace drama, period, is a lot for me. So I don't really dibble and dabble in workplace things. I've yeah. had a situation where I've had a little fling with a gentleman that worked for the same company but was at a different building and thought I was being slick. Mm. And then she kind of came back and was like, oh, I heard yeah. such and such or whatever. But we're still at the door. But and the thing is that I leaned into it. You know, it wasn't like on no shit. Like I I didn't deny it or nothing like that. Like yeah, we was fucking around. What's that? (laughs) Like yeah, it's nothing I could really do. And I'm not really the best liar, so it's kind of like I'm a trash ass liar. So it's like you caught me. Like it. (laughs) Wow, you got me. You know, like ah, hands up. So yeah, we was fucking around. Now what? <laughs> like, and then after that, it was just kind of like, oh, okay. You know, it wasn't really shit after that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, whatever you think, you could think. My life still goes on. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Feel you. Um, I don't know. I, I, I will say, though, maybe this is maybe an unpopular opinion, but I did have a, I did have some intense, heated romances at work. You know? Oh, very fiery! I love a, a fiery, <laughs> just full of just, you know, that thick ass tension, passion. Type of, yeah, yes. I was That's wondering if he was gonna get it. into it. <clears throat> get into what, ma'am? High intense passion mm-hmm. on the job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Nah, oh, you're not. Oh, oh, oh no, you're not. I hadn't planned on it. Oh, mm-hmm. 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 you don't have to. I mean, this is a safe space. I told you. I know this is a safe space, but no, we don't have to go there. Okay. Right now, you plead the fifth. Okay, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. That's cute yeah. or whatever. That's cute. That was that was sexual harassment too. Oh, girl, please! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I asked for it. I was about to say because you was all into that sex and harassment. <laughs> I was at the workplace, but we ain't gonna talk about that. Okay, that's for another. That's for another app. That, you saving that for the Patreon? Uh, right. <laughs> okay. You got to pay to get that shit. Girl. Woo. That is kind of sexy, though. Like, everything closed. Everybody gone. Just sure. Or even if it ain't just sure. Sneak it away or some shit like that. Just on some, oh, hope we don't get caught type shit and mm. get our dumbasses fired. Uh-huh. There's some, <laughs> something very spicy and exciting about that, but until one of y'all dumbasses get fired, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, damn, this shit ain't funny no more. <laughs> For real, it just it do it just be something about getting caught. It do have a rush, and it's mm-hmm. very cliche, but it is a rush on there. Like, oh my goodness, yeah, it is. <laughs> but what what's gonna happen to us? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking scared. We sick. We sick as human beings. Like that's what it is. We're sick as a collective. We're very sick. But it is. It's very exhilarating, and I like exhilarating things. I do. I do. I like little spice of life. Yeah, I like to feel that that passion, that that hunger, that look when you when you kiss somebody like (laughs) like that. (laughs) 
breathing all hard and shit. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> why do you stop breathing when you kiss a nigga? Like, just because you don't want to hear it? Or just because it just, you want like pure silence or it's just something to happen? Oh, breathing. Breathing when you kiss her, it sounds so. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's hell and shit. Cause like every nigga that you kiss just didn't take your breath away. You know what I mean? Like they just didn't. They did not. Here's a tip of the day. Speaking of, if you um if you have a sinus issues or you got a cold and you're sucking dick, take the dick out of your mouth before you sniff. Because when you sniff, you bite down a little bit. Whoa. So when you sniff, like you sniff or whatever, take make sure that um your mouth is free. Great pro tip. Yeah. Wow, that is a bu- that should have been on the Patreon. <laughs> That's a great pro tip. Uh, thank you. No, I'm really gonna know. I'm I'm gonna jot that note down that. for yeah. real. Yeah, duly note it. You know, you know when you get into one of your face be all running, your nose be running, your eyes be running, that snot and tears and shit running everywhere. See, in this day and age, now I gotta look at you like, bitch, you got COVID. What's up? Uh. <laughs> Everything okay? No. For real. Like you doing too much sniffing and snuffling and coughing and sneezing and shit. Is everything good in there? Like, you know, because everybody just think like anything that you do, like, oh, it's COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't say if you cough too loud, it's like a gunshot, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, what? So, what? What? What's up? And I can't be my sexiest when I'm all stuffy and things like that. Right. Like, I'm trying to be sexy, like, oh, daddy. <laughs> you like this song. You like this song. I'm like, no, it's Sound not like sexy. Bitchy, man. That's what I'm saying. It's not sexy. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Let's Great pro tip. Thank you. From the desk of auto. That's that. You got a tip? Tip of a dick? Hey. <laughs> Either. Oh. I don't really have a pro tip. I'm just... Be all you can be when you're sucking that thing. Put your all into it. Sucking that thing. For real. What? Oh, yeah. Just be all you can be. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to lazy dick suck. Like, that's just what, we don't want that. No one wants that. You don't want that. He don't want that. The aura and the vibe don't want that. It's like, you got to commit to it. It's, it's like, um, it's like a, a verbal, a verbal, but not verbal. It's like in your head contract, you know, you sign a contract and you really, I just feel like, you know, as a kid, we had to, like, pick up all your toys and shit, or you had to do your toys before you went outside. Yep. If you if you want this shit to be over with, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You had to put your all into it. You got to give give an A for effort. Okay. The better you do it, the faster it goes. The, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not turning in an incomplete assignment, so uh-huh. don't do it. Not incomplete assignment. You don't want that 50%. We want a hundred. We want a very valiant effort put into that. But a valiant effort. <laughs> How do we always get off into these <laughs> big second time? Yeah, these random salacious topics, but yeah. I guess because we both like big second. Uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. Oh, you don't. Uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh. But I okay. I wasn't ready for this. Okay. I am, look, I've always thought that I was just this innocent, delicate love flower, you know what I mean? But it's just something within me that is 
not so innocent and delicate. <laughs> it's the dominance part. Uh, okay, elaborate. And that Hennessy, so I know. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, I guess, uh, and, you know, it's just that old saying, like, a lady in the streets forgetting the sheets type mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really kind of think it is, because it's like... I know the type of freak shit that I'm into, but when a nigga kind of disperse it back to me, like, oh, you guys are freak shit, or you a freak, or whatever, I'm like, oh, yeah. oh man, yeah. couldn't be. <laughs> no, I'm really like that. Like, I just really be, like, not self-aware in that regard, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not freaking out. Know. What are you talking about? I'm so innocent. Like, mm -hmm. I just, I'm damn near virgin. What are you saying here? Don't do that, okay? What's going on? Like, it's really like that, but, you know, I've just come to terms with certain things, and bitch, I am who I am. I'm a be who I be. Rest in peace, DMX. Okay. <laughs> but you mean that as far as, as, as what? Just sexually. Like, I guess I'm just, when it comes like, dealing with men and things like that, mm -hmm. I think that they look at me and I come off as just, oh, you know, she's got a good head on her shoulders. You know, she, she's spiritual and, you know, she's just really a good girl. That's a good girl. Mm -hmm. But once that door closes and them lights turn off, oh, this bitch an animal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then when I say something like in regards to that, like, oh, you trying to be on some nut shit right now, like, oh, you nuts. Like, no, I'm not. What are you talking about? Oh, this regular. No, and I be on big bullshit. Mm -hmm. I be on the biggest of bullshit. And, like, I'm really going to work that. on accepting who I am. It's like, <laughs> we all do that. We be like, what? But, no, I just like to, I don't know, I indulge in people, I guess, mm -hmm. in all sorts of ways. Like, my friends, you know, I just, I just indulge in people. Like, and it may translate a little different sexually you know mm -hmm. it may just come off as like oh you're a freak bitch but like no i'm just really trying to indulge in you and just enjoy myself and make sure you enjoy yourself right so whatever that entails let's just see where the night takes us <laughs> <laughs> i feel what you're saying like let's see like eating like on some like let's have fun yeah mm -hmm. it's like no i gotta it's like a little like, oh, no, I'm a whole nerd. Like, I'm a nerd. What do you mean? I'm a nerd. <laughs> I was like, no, bitch, stop playing that role. You are a damn demon. <laughs> but I like the um the the surprise aspect of it. Like, yeah, no, I'm just this little angel. And then you get in there, and it's and it's the tables is like, yeah, no, I'm you got the head of Medusa on, and a bunch of little scaly yeah. shits is coming out of your head, and you. Fucking spinning around, you know, your neck is spinning around, the head spinning around, do the whole 360. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. for real, all of that. I'm gonna stretch you out. And uh, I want the uh, <laughs> and I want the contrast to be really like that. Like, yeah. be from go from really sweet to sexy. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. in the world, you know, you dress really conservative and things. We don't really just be out showing a whole lot of ass and titties and things like that. But behind hmm. closed doors. I want all the ass and titties. <laughs> Make sure you show all that. How, like, how much ass and titties you want to show? All? All of them. Ass <laughs> <S> and titties. <laughs> and then don't let me have a little drink in me, too. Like, Lord. Oh, it's over. I, had some, I, I guess that's why it's good not to be drunk at work. 
you don't sexual harassment. Uh-uh. <laughs> I had somebody um tell me that okay, so we were in a we were in a certain sexual situation, right? Uh-huh. Where it was like um people around, you know what I'm saying? So we technically couldn't just go all the way in. But he still wanted to, I guess, entice me is what I want to say. Mm-hmm. So he was like, it was like I had, I don't know, flipped around or got up or did something. And like when I did it, I, I looked up at him and he was like, no, you just changed into a whole nother person. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was like, and he literally he got the fuck up and left the room. He was like, no, I had to get up and leave. I can't because, do this. Yeah, I can't do this right now. He was like, I had to get up and leave because I felt like something was going to happen if I didn't get up and go. He was like, no, I'm surreal. Something shit. happened to him or you? Huh? He feel like something happened to him something or Something was going to happen to him. <laughs> he was like, no, literally, I ran. For real. I ain't going to lie. I ran. No, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told you. So I can get a little crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be the amazing part, though. Like, don't just give it up too quick. You know, just kind of carry yourself a certain way and then, trust me, be chock full of surprises. On your damn ass. On your damn ass. Okay. Lots of my surprises. <laughs> Have a nigga ever put that on you, though? Because I thought he was just a square ass nigga, but then once yes. you got down to it, it's just like, oh, wow. Oh, yes. Man. I ain't going to say a square ass nigga, but. Well, he didn't necessarily be a square, but just you didn't expect that out of him. So I, I be thinking like the a person's, I guess like just like how we trick niggas with the you a lady and then a freak in the bed, freak, yeah. the street, you know what I'm saying? They see it and they like, okay, this person is so dirty, like they couldn't possibly, you know what I'm saying? I've seen the guy where it was like, not that he was such a gentleman, but it was just like you so, I don't know, maybe goofy. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like you're so goofy, you can't be a, a beast like that. You know what I'm saying? Because you're so goofy. You know what I'm saying? And lo and behold, blew my whole fucking mind. Woo! You know what I'm saying? Blew your mind and your back out. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> blew everything. Take his, she, he was like, hey, yo, take take her head off her fucking shoulders. Boo, 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 boo! <laughs> you hear me? But for real, I was completely like blown back because I because I I think I had said something to you like, yeah, this ain't gonna be no sexual thing. I could tell this is just gonna be uh, whatever whatever thing. And then it's like my mind made made my booty shine, <laughs> made it shine real nice, literally, literally. <laughs> yeah, but same question. Have you had that somebody that an unsuspecting fellow? Um, yes, and I was really blew back by it because the conversation, the aura, and just who that person is, the conversation was just kind of normal, regular date-like conversation, mm-hmm. but oh, once a couple of drinks got in, and the both of us, it was kind of probably the same thing, well, actually, it was the same thing, because they said similar, mm-hmm. once the heat of the moment started, and that passion shit got to going baby who the fuck are you all right he's just fine huh? yeah mm-hmm. so most of slap it flip it rub it down type shit like uh-huh. let's go 
was getting nuts to this bitch. Like, mm-hmm. oh, wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. I'm not ready. I wasn't ready. Like, I was trying to put the moves on you, nigga. I, I want to do the bait and switch on your dumb ass. Right. And you doing it on my dumb ass. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Like, I just was not ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready mm-hmm. at all. So, yes, that's definitely happened to me. And this happened to me more recently than I'd like to admit. So, <laughs> put the moves on your ass. For real. You put the moves on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah. I like a pleasant surprise, though. I do, too. Mm-hmm. I really do. Because if you are dealing with a nigga that you think may be a little bit square, you kind of feel like you're going to come in as a teacher more so than anything, you know? Because mm-hmm. you know what you want to be pleased as far as sexually. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, oh, okay, I like this, I like that. And you want to kind of teach a nigga, you know, what turns you on, what you get off on. But when they do that little, like, what was Cat Williams doing in that one stand up? Just switch it. Like, mm-hmm. Just switch it so hard. Like, just quick as hell. Yeah. Very pleasant surprise, though. Very pleasantly surprised. Very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But surprised nonetheless. Mm-hmm. So. Let me ask you what's one of the things. Cause I have, I struggle with this when, um, you are asked by a, um, male counterpart, what do you like sexually? What do you say? What do you, what is something that you say? They'd be like, what is something that you like? Well, what are you into? You know what I'm saying? What, I don't know, makes you come or whatever. Body kisses. Anywhere about the mouth. Mm. And we've discussed this on the podcast before. You don't have to. Mouth. I mean, no, no. I don't. I don't mind kissing in the mouth or whatever. I'm not like just turned off by it. But kisses on my actual body, I get off more than just making out hard as hell. Like making out is fine, but actual soft kisses on my body really turns me on. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just really feel like it's something with that. Like if you're willing to be that tentative and just make me feel like you're paying attention. To every part of my body, I really get off on that. Mm-hmm. And just foreplay in general, getting me enticed and anticipated. Like, don't lick my nipples till they sore, but mm-hmm. pay attention okay. to the nipples. Right. Hit, hit, hit them nips right quick. Hit nips. You know? Mm-hmm. Hit them nips when? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and sop them nips up. Mm-hmm. What about you? What? What's the question? You asked it. <laughs> what do you like? Oh, okay. So when somebody asks me that, I don't really yeah. know what to say. Really? Like, yeah, because it's like, I would like to go like this. You show me what you like. And you show me what you like, and I'll do that, and then I'll see what I need to add to it. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, I can you feel know that. What I, mean? I can feel because that. Because I might like, you might show me some new shit, you know what I'm saying? And be like, uh, I like this now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or we might be able to combine what you like and you know, and what I like and make something something newer and improve. Yeah. But I feel like I don't like to answer that question. Like, let me learn what you like first and then you know, then we can we can go from there. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I can tweak what I need to tweak, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I might like this shit or I'm this might be some whole new shit that I never thought of that I like. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, okay, well, I might like this better than the shit I was going to tell you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I just be open to wouldn't me hear what you got. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. And I, I totally feel you on that. I totally get that and understand that because, yes, it is a question. It's a question that's like, well, damn. 
I kind of thought you would just start doing shit and I'd tell you like in the midst of like, oh, I like that right there type mm-hmm. thing, you know? Mm-hmm. But it is like kind of a question that's kind of like, hmm, let me ponder on that or whatever. But I noticed that with me, I don't like men asking me things and I don't have an answer. You know what I mean? So I just think of like, okay, I know something that I do like. So let me just say that mm. type thing. And that's the first thing I could think of. It's like kisses on my body. You know, mm, yeah, I don't, I don't like having an answer. So that's generally what I say. And it's actually what I like. Mm. Body kisses. Yeah. yeah. They are nice. And ginger. <laughs> yeah. And it's very intimate and sexy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. When it gets you to the point to like, where you feeling different parts of your body being touched and tended to it? Wakes them up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't know how we got off into that from workplace sexual harassment, but I like it. I know. Right? <laughs> we we take it. But yeah, but. Me? Yeah, no, the way you turned around looked like you was about to interrogate me. I'm like, break it down. Oh, but uh, mm-hmm. you wanted me to interrogate it? Uh-uh, no, I definitely not. Oh, okay. Not by you, bitch. No. I'm going to say, bitch, no. I, I, I could get the tea. I want mm-hmm. the tea. Mm-mm, you got too much intel anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like, I be having to make sure that I'm censoring certain things just in case certain people me. You listen. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, my old niggas or whatever like that, I don't know if they, uh, Listening, if you are, shout out to y'all, but I need y'all to know that any of y'all niggas is content and y'all up for, yeah, yeah, y'all up for grabs as far as topic wise. So give me content, yeah, shout out to y'all, but <laughs> hope you don't feel away <laughs> for real. Mm-mm. I hope you don't feel away, yikes. You want anything else or we want to talk about black businesses? Um, I don't know. I, I got look, I got a few things floating around in my head. Oh Lord, what? Look, I'm like uh, yeah, you don't want to say it. You don't want to say it. You don't wanna say it. I know. I know, I told you I'd be having to censor the hell out of myself. Yeah, yeah. So some shit be like a little, you be like, damn, that's a lot right there, you know? Yeah. But, and the way I'm feeling right now, baby. What is it right now that you feel? Something we discussed off air that we're not going to talk about right here, because we're not going to talk about it. Okay? You sure we're not going to talk about We're not it? talking about that right now. So we're going to talk about it when? The 35th of February, bitch. <laughs> Never. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> we may bring it up in a later podcast, but this is just not that. This I'm just too soon. Yeah. Your feelings hurt. No, I'm just in my feelings, and I don't like that. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Pat, 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 pat this, yourself on the neck. This is one of those delicate times, not so dominant. I'm not so dominant. <laughs> hey, we talking all this shit. Like, you're like, I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog, okay? <laughs> I'm really a poodle. Right. <laughs> I just have a lot of feelings. I have feelings. That's the thing. And, like, I don't like when nobody raggedy-ass son be having me in my feelings. Aww. For real. 
Bitch, your sons will be raggedy. For real. <laughs> fuck your sons. <laughs> I don't like sons these. Sons be raggedy as fuck. <laughs> I agree. Fuck them niggas. Fuck the other side. For real. That's all baby. Um, you know what? I think I'm a... We can we can do we can deep dive into some shit next week. I think I'm gonna let some shit off next week. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna let some shit off next week. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna keep it in the tuck. Keep it in the tuck, okay? Mm-hmm. I like when you let off the full clips. Yeah. I'm scared though, cause now I know you're gonna hold me to it. Oh yes, baby. Oh, you know I'm coming back to it, bitch. And I don't forget. Matter of fact, I'm gonna write it down. But <laughs> please don't hold me to it. Let's get into our Black Business Owner of the Week this week. Excited about this one? Yes, we met this lovely young lady at one of the events that our Miss A-Lux Candles attended and was a vendor at, our very own auto. Um, her name was, is it, I don't want to mispronounce it and fuck it up. Is it? I think it's Daisha. Daisha. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yes, we met this cute, stylish young lady at that particular event a couple of weeks back. She has everything that you will need to get fly and sexy. Okay, honey? And she was very, very personable. You know, I love, 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 love customer service and people that are just very inviting mm-hmm. when they're promoting their shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. But she is Miss Dacia Trinkets and such on Instagram. She has accessories Cute bags, clothes, jewelry, anything you need to get flied. Her pieces are so dope, so cute. Again, that's trinkets and such underscore. I forgot the underscore. Excuse me, I'm a little fucked up. (laughs) But yes, honey, on Instagram. And she also has an official web page, trinketsandsuch.com. Definitely should hit her up. I still got to get my little bracelet from her that I wanted that she was rocking. It was very cute. I mm-hmm. want it in like a little purple and gold mm-hmm. variation. Same. But yeah, she had the cutest items. Very classy, very chic, very on trend, and just able to get you right and sexy for the summer because that's what we about. We're trying to get cute and sexy, and we always about okay. being cute and sexy and presentable. And the prices. We're not bad at all. You know, some of these boutiques be trying to upcharge and charge for shit, right. wild ass prices and shit. No, this not that. You could definitely be cute, look stylish with quality pieces and not break the bank for that shit. Because mm-hmm. I know y'all out here getting y'all PPP loans and all that. Mm-hmm. And everybody got money right now. But if you get a good deal and you can save a little cash, why not? Right. You're right about right here. Why, why not? Mm-hmm. Real. You tell a millionaire they could save some cash, they going to do it. Mm-hmm. What's up? So definitely trinkets and such by Miss Deja. Thank you so much for your hospitality. Yes, and your very personable, Mm -hmm. yes, kindness, just dopeness, and just being a cool, wonderful person. Mm -hmm. Definitely loved you, love your product. Definitely hit her up. Our black business owner of the week. Trinkets and such underscore on Instagram. Yes. Yes, she was a very cool person. She was, she was cute and stylish too. Mm-hmm. Like her little ensemble she had on, very dope. So that that means you know you're gonna trust fashion from her, you know? right? Mm-hmm. Yes, presentation is very big, yeah. and customer service. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yeah. 
And moving right along into what I wish someone would have told us, baby. What do, oh. you, what do you wish someone would have told us? And I'm learning this now, especially with everything online going on with like the Me Too movements and the slut walks and everything like that. Bitch, my body, my choice. Mm. And that really kind of stems from a lot of different things. Slut shaming, body mm. shaming, this whole vaccination debacle that's going on right now mm. and just the forcing of it, you know? Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it's being forced down our throats at this point. Yeah, it is. Definitely. Anytime anybody posts on like Instagram and Twitter and things like that, I don't know if you've noticed if they've posted anything about the vaccine or COVID, even if it's just a little joke like, Oh, did you take the vaccine in 2021? You have mesothelioma type shit. Just some little funny, little jokey shit that, you know, we've all joked about and alluded to. They put the little CDC COVID vaccination and COVID thing at the bottom of it. And Instagram is doing that. Mm. And it's just everything going on. Like me talking to my gyno and my doctor and them giving these long dissertations about the vaccination. And even to my neighbor, shouts out to her, you know, love you like cook food. She looks out for me, you know, older lady, very sweet. She gave me a long dissertation about the vaccine, too. Like, oh, did you get a check? I got my second one. You got to get yours. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you, I know you get it at your own time, but just make sure you go ahead and get it, you know? Mm-hmm. And like the post said, like, y'all really pushing this shit like cracking the 80s. Like, mm-hmm. y'all are. And yeah, again, my body, my choice. Like, mm-hmm. I'm all for being safe. If you're in an environment and you have not been vaccinated, okay. Wear your mask. Cool. Whatever. But at the end of the day, it's going to be my decision to where I'm going to get vaccinated or if I want to put this on or if I want to do this or if I want to have sex with you. It's always going to be my body, my choice. And I wish I would have learned that a little bit younger only because I can't sit up here and say that I have not been pressured into certain things that I did not want to do, Mm -hmm. you know? And if, and if I would have had the understanding that I have now, I would have been able to be like, all right, nah, I ain't with it. And been cool with that. Right. But because yeah. of certain pressures and certain things, especially with people that were older than me, I felt like I had to do certain things or I'd look this way or seem this way or I would come off this way. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's your body, your choice. And it's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Right. And that's just something that I would have wish I would have been privy to a little bit younger than what I fully realized it, you know? Yeah. And it's so empowering and so much better when you know that. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You so are. definitely your body, your choice. If you are vaccinated and you've got both your shots or even just your one shot, you a half vaxxer. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to you. But if you have not, still don't let anyone decide or make any decisions as far as your well-being. Of course, you still want to be safe out here. You don't want to be openly spreading anything that will harm anyone. Mm -hmm. So if you are around people that may be high risk or anything, take your precautions. Do what they advised you of. But don't let anyone pressure you into doing anything that you don't want to do. Right. Whether it be sex, wearing what you want to wear, or this vaccination thing. Right. Because it is starting to feel more like pressure than anything. You know? It's like, okay, we gave you a chance. Right. So definitely make a decision based on what you want to do. Be safe and live for yourself. That's really all I can say. It's my body, my choice. It's your body, your choice, and live that way. Wish someone would have told me. Hey, hey.
Yes. Yeah, but that's what it is. My body, my choice. My body, my freaking choice. But it's my body. Yeah, and I just don't want people to be looking at you weird and shit like that, especially yeah. with this whole vaccination mm-hmm. thing. Like, it's like, oh, you just a heathen. You just this. You just mm-hmm. like, you know, judgment off rip. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, don't judge me. You cannot judge me. Yeah, it's a lot of funny stuff going on. Yeah, a lot of weird shit. Not liking it, but. Of course, y'all know y'all can hit us up on all of the motherfucking <laughs> platforms. Platforms. Um, Gmail being one of them. Uh-huh. If you want to write us an email and, you know, tell us something that we missed or, you know, you buy some advice for us or, you know, the shit that we had on yesterday was tired or something, mm-hmm. um, send us a Gmail at delicatedominance at gmail.com. Also, uh, interact with us on Instagram. That is Dale Dom Podcast, D-E-L-D-O-M-M-E Podcast on Instagram. You can send us a DM, too. We might get back at you. Yeah, yeah. definitely. If you want to hit us up on the Twitter, in the Twitter universe, handle us at Delicate Dom Pod. Feel free to DM, retweet, follow, do all that good shit. Official Delicate Dominance Podcast. Okay. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you got any parting words, any, anything? I don't. Shit, just live your life. Be safe. Shouts out to everybody out here. Shouts out to the world for opening up slowly, but for surely. Damn, girl. Booty looking big. Oh, thick, 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 thick. I told everybody, like, look, I'm quarantine thick and it all is going to my ass. Okay, honey? <laughs> for real, but definitely. Yeah, um, I don't have anything to add either, but, um, just... Keep your eyes peeled for sexual harassment and notice, <laughs> and just know that you know it's it's not acceptable. It's not something that you have to take. Um, it is wrong, and you did not do anything wrong. As Auto mm-hmm. just slapped me on my ass. All right, but I like that in the workplace. So. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's where we gonna leave this at. Um, we thank y'all so 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 very much for coming back and um, listening to us mm-hmm. and we hope new you know. auto and queen no we gonna have to get a, a, a sexy nigga on here yeah we, our, still, we still in the fuck out of y'all mm-hmm. drop at the jbp mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yeah thank y'all so much and we're closing this thing on out um until next time it's been auto and queen p And it's the Delicate Dominance Podcast. Thank you for listening. Later.